Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hi, everyone. It's Janet here with our very last and final call for um, the Dream Life to Real Life 2016 program. It's such a mouthful. Um... Um, today I've got, I'm starting the call right on time, so we might have some latecomers joining us, but at the moment I've got Linda on the line. Hi, Linda. Hi, Janet. And I've got Jodie on the line. Hey, Jodie. Hello, Janet. So because this is our last call, basically this is where we get to wrap up and we get to, if we want to, we can look back at progress. Um, if you, For people who are listening to this recording, who I noticed this morning that someone was downloading last week's coaching call to listen to. And um, I know myself that sometimes the pacing of a program can mean that I get to, I feel a little left behind if I haven't done all my homework and I, I've, I have a strong Saturn influence in my chart, which means if I haven't done my homework when, <clears throat> you know, when my, my internal clock says I ought to have done, I can use that as a really good excuse for self-flagellation. So I'm trying... I'm trying to say, I'm inviting anybody who's in that state not to do that, um, but just to remember that you guys have this material for in perpetuity, so um, you can work through it at your own pace at any time. I also want to say that I am offering this again uh, beginning in the middle of February, but I'm going to make it a 16-week program so that we people have a two-week period for each section of the program, and it's structured just a little differently. So... So thank you to those of you who signed up for this first experimental time through. Um, it's been incredibly valuable for me to sort of feel out the pacing of it and and look at what's useful and what's not and just see whether it hangs together. Um, and I'm I'm really pleased with um, the kind of feedback that I've been getting from people. I'm just thrilled. Um, so uh, that was by way of preamble. Um, Jodie and Linda, how have you been getting on? Do you have anything, do either of you have anything that you want to report? Anything you want to ask questions about? This could be a really short call <laughs> if you don't. <laughs> Except for, I'm you know, me making a celebratory cup of tea. <laughs> I'm going to let Linda go first if she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> and what if she doesn't? <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm, I feel like I'm in one of those jokes with two English people saying after you, no after. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> no, I'll go ahead. Um, I don't have a lot to say. I, um, you know, I'm a little bit off the pace in that you know, still having some resistance in sitting down and writing the mega list of anchors. But I do find that I am sort of thinking about things off and on throughout the day uh-huh. yeah, but but not you know not as as um structured or or you know goal directed as one might hope to be uh and so that um you know so the 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 anchors is where I'm sort of holding back okay so what if i were to say you only need four that would help 
<laughs> right. <laughs> okay. There you go. That thing of it's that thing. thing of too much choice. You know. It's sort yeah. Of like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, too that's, much choice. Like okay. It, yeah. Well. Okay, that's interesting. How about if I said you had to, you could, you could only have four. I mean, I bet mm-hmm. you would start finding more. But I, if I said to you, you're only allowed to have four that you work with this week with the possibility of allowing you an extra one next week, would that, would that make it more stressful or less? Less. Okay, do that. Yeah, all right, yes, ma'am. One of the interesting things with this is that my, my whole intention with this with the way that this program is um, structured and delivered and everything is to encourage you guys to create your own perfect for you process. And that's why, you, that's why being able to hack the process in a way that suits you is really, really important. And of course, we all do this. We all tend to sort of go, oh, but the person leading it, she must know what she's doing. So I'm going to try doing it her way. <laughs> And the way that I do it is not necessarily ideal for the way you do it. I like mm-hmm. to have, you know, the fact that I've got a list with over 100 things on it. Um, that sort of just happened. Um, I don't say that I'm doing every single one of the 100 things, by the way, but my list of 100, it feels kind of juicy to me to have so many different ways, so many connection points with my new identity. And I also know that having a really big list like that would be really overwhelming for a lot of people. So if it works to have a list of 10, have a list of 10. If it works to have a list of four, have a list of four. And as you do that, you'll probably find that new ideas pop into your head to play with. Um, There was one that I, oh, I can't remember what it was. There was one that I just thought of yesterday that I thought, oh, that definitely needs to go on my list. And because it's something that just popped into my head, it uh, it sounds it's juicy and it's ooh it's engaging and it's attractive. Now, now I can't remember. I have written it down, <laughs> but I, can't, I haven't got it in front of me. Um, so that kind of uh, that freedom to to mould this process in a way that that fits, suits you that fits you is really really crucial. Um, so no, thank you for that question, Linda, because no. I think that's that's really, really good because um, I, I think giving the, you know, you have an hour and you are supposed to come up with the longest list, you know, list as long as your arm, you know, and that, that just didn't work. So, and I yeah. like the idea of having a few and then letting others pop up and present themselves. That's just very appealing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, that, that's so interesting to me because when I was sort of, you know, first doing this kind of coming up with a list, it actually felt it felt very freeing to just brainstorm, and that may be because I have something. I've got a little bit of corporate background where, you know, the the, the where I learned how to brainstorm with just kind of blurting everything onto the page, mm-hmm. uh, and then whittling down. And and of course, if that may, that's not going to suit everybody. <clears throat> so, um, excuse me, I'm just going to clear my throat. Hang on a sec. Sorry, frog in the throat. Um, uh, yes, so that freedom to to do this in a way that suits you, I think, is really is really helpful. So, 
so thank you. I appreciate that, and I'm going to make sure that that's sort of incorporated in the um, in the in the you know how we how I present that section on anchors because I think it's important to make sure it's as as approachable as possible. And I don't mind the idea of having a long goal, if you like, that some time down the track, as you pop extra ones on the list, you might have built up to a list of, you know, 20 or whatever. Sure. Thank you. Because I think, you know, the, the more anchors, the advantage of having a long list is that on a day where you don't feel inspired to play with one of the four, if you're only using four, on a day where they're really, really hard to engage, and I mean like really pulling teeth hard to engage, it's helpful to have a larger list that you can then go, it's like a lucky dip. So it's not so much you have to do all of the hundred in a day, but it gives you more choices of where to play. And having said that, if coming up with a hundred in an hour feels like an incredibly difficult thing to do, absolutely, just go with, just, you know, just do four and, and start there. And I'm, I'm willing to bet that you'll find you're already doing several things that you could put on a list straight away yeah. that you think your new identity would do. I think that's right. Thank you. Yeah. So give yourself credit for the stuff you're already doing. Make sure that's on the list and then you can do it more consciously with intention. Good. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Thank you. It sort of gets more... Um, you get more brownie points if you do it with a little intentionality. <laughs> right. Right. Awesome. Oh, thank you for that, um, Linda. That was really, really helpful. Okay. Jody, how are you getting on? Oh, I've had a week. <laughs> You've had a week. <laughs> I've had a week. I saved well, all my good stuff a... up to the end. <laughs> Say again, so I talked over you. Say again. I saved all my good stuff up for the end. <laughs> well, you certainly, you were really, I want to say, I want to acknowledge this on the recording about how courageous you were in the Facebook group for, you know, sharing the, the what was a really vulnerable um, experience. And um, if nothing else, I, I love the fact that, the, that all you got from, from the group was, you know, support and um uh, the a sense of, well, certainly I felt it, a sense of, you know, um, all of us have been through or have the potential to go through the kinds of things that you've experienced. And, um, you know, so thank you. Kudos for that. Kudos for, you know, being able to um, bring that question to the group or that, um, that situation. Say thank you for having a group that's safe enough. <clears throat> now I've got the frog in my throat. <clears> throat> <laughs> to have a group and have a safe space that you can feel vulnerable and you can come and feel that you can be honest and open and um, raw with how you're feeling. Because I'd got to the state where I was frantic. I was like, I can't sit with this. I can't sit with this. I don't know where to go mm-hmm. now. And I think once that fight or flight kicks in as well, there's no ability to think logically about no so I had a massive purging weekend Um, I have I I have Sharon in Aries so when I heal I heal on a freight train Um, (laughs) I love that way of putting it and by the way I (laughs) yes no I'm sorry go on let's not get sidetracked by 
conversation about astrology, but I totally get it. Yes, I, I like that healing on a freight train. <laughs> Which means that being soft and being gentle and being kind often means, well, just grinning and bearing it and going through and being soft and kind and gentle <laughs> at the yeah. other end. Um, so Friday after you'd had you'd given me some things to think about um, the thing that popped into my head as I was reading it was I have never forgiven her the thought of forgiving her is so intensely mm. resistant yeah. okay that's the really difficult thought I have to sit with so I went and made myself an alchemy bath I misread the directions <laughs> <laughs> I dismantled myself but forgot to rebuild myself at the end. So I basically got in and I purged everything. So stuff about my past relationships, my current relationship, my grandmother, (laughs) the whole thing. Wow. Purge, 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 purge. Out it came. And then got out of the bath absolutely exhausted, went to bed, woke up the next morning feeling absolutely whacked. (laughs) And so I the... But I've already promised that I'll go and do these things. And it was a week where I'd had uh, bouts of insomnia again and I'd already cancelled two social things. I'm like, right, I'm going out, don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Off we go. Uh, So I went to the market with a friend, came home, had a sleep, felt better, went out for beers with my riding friends and uh, had a purge on a bodily level bodily level that I have never had. It was like my body went, you want to purge? Let's purge, uh, which uh-huh. happened to yeah. me on the way home from the bus station. Um, wow. And so I'm like, right, okay, well, we're going to purge. Okay, so we purged. And um, woke up Monday morning going, I actually feel liberated. I feel liberated from all of this stuff. This is really good. And that was this, it was euphoria. Wow. Um, a sense of liberation. So it was like, there's still so much stuff to work through that to know that I've tried to drop a huge amount of it off. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to know that the journey will be a little lighter from here on in because there's something that, that's really tough that I don't seem to be able to work through at the moment but I'm going it's okay because I've worked through all of this yeah Yeah. and very often when we it's like um what's that game you play with the different sticks and you build it up and and then you have to you pull sticks out and your the aim is to stop it from collapsing when you pull the, the sticks out Jenga thank you thank you it's like a game of Jenga so uh, except the difference is that what you're doing here is you're looking for the one thing that you can pull out that will make the whole rest of it collapse so so that it doesn't have that same, uh, um, you know, um, death grip on you. Um, and it may well be that, that the purging that you've done and the, you know, the releasing that you've done over the weekend may now allow further releasing to happen in a less violent way um, yeah. because it, you know it's it's fantastic the euphoric feeling that you get afterwards that 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 amazing feeling that you get afterwards 
it would be nice to get to that without necessarily having to do, you know, physical violent purges. Um, oh, yeah. Not that, <laughs> not that, not that, you know, that's a, not that that's something to judge yourself for, obviously. Um, but uh, I would, uh, I would be, I, I would be tempted to set Aries a little challenge to say, you know, Aries likes to initiate and likes the leading edge and likes to pioneer. So how about a little pioneering towards being gentle? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, and uh, and that sense of... So I'm curious to know how you feel now about the concept of forgiving your grandf- your grandmother. Oh, I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Once I said the words, oh gosh, it took forever. I sat there and I bawled and I bawled and I bawled yeah. in the bath going... Yep. I can say it. Come on. I can say it. Come on. I can say it. And just say it out loud. Oh. And it was as soon yeah. as I said it, I'm like, well, it said it's done. She died several years ago. So um, yeah. there's yep. no ability to reconcile on a physical plane. No. Um, and I guess what came with it as well is this kind of sense of forgiveness that she was such an angry, bitter woman with the world. That mm. um, That was kind of sad <laughs> in a way yeah. that uh, the, the joy and the juiciness and all the the nuances weren't available to her because she was just so angry and bitter with everybody um, and I did get an I did get an apology a couple of years ago which was just words <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with no intent behind them uh, so um, yeah I'm, which doesn't help now that <laughs> No, no, no. Um, and I'm hoping now that I have forgiven her that that perhaps that was the last link in what was letting go. And what you said about um, childhood trauma and scar tissue and the sort of thing, I was thinking I don't regret who I am and what I've done in life because that would be to regret who I am now. So I'm okay with my scar tissue. Um, Hallelujah. My scar tissue is part of who I am. Yeah. Um, and, and and as a consequence of that, it, it changed my parenting in as much as I can lose the plot as much as anyone else and I can get angry and I can yell. But there is something in the back of my head that prevents me from saying profoundly degrading and nasty personal things to people, yeah. uh, to, to my son, to other people. Even at my worst, I have never lowered myself to say things that will intentionally hurt beyond what... Mm. Uh, beyond what is the issue at the time, yes. and the few things that I, the few times that I slipped up, I've always returned to my son and said, "I said that in anger. What I said was not okay, um, and uh, uh, I apologise for what I said, and that I love you always, 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 always. Even when I'm angry, I love you. <laughs> I perhaps don't always mm-hmm. like your behaviour and your decisions, mm-hmm. but I always love you." Uh, because growing up, uh, I can see now that that uh, adults under stress said things that perhaps they shouldn't have said, but none of them ever took responsibility for the terrible things that came out of their mouth, and I don't want to be that adult. So, um, and even recently wow. in a horrible argument with somebody close, 
when I looked back, I went, wow, I didn't say any of the things that I possibly really wanted to say, which is you're hopeless and you're disappointing and you're <laughs> all these types of things that I really wanted to say. Um, but even in the heat of the moment, they won't come out of my mouth. It will always be, this is what you've done. This is the issue here. I'm not going to get personal about it. So wow. I mean, that's one lesson that... that she gave me in life. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, given the work that you do with emerging writers, and and I know from experience some of the frustrations that you've had with, uh, let's just say, writers who choose not to listen to really sensible advice from a very experienced <laughs> publisher. That's the, that's the kindest way I can think to put it. Um, dealing with the artistic temperament, let's put it that way. Um, I've yeah. been a director working with art, working with performers, so I, I know what I mean. You know, you know, <laughs> I, I know what it can be like where there is a um, there's a kind of <laughs> there's a kind of individual passion for doing things that aren't going to work. <laughs> that as yeah. somebody who sort of knows what they're talking about, it can be extremely frustrating. So, um, and for those, and, and you know, I've been on the receiving end of some very unhelpful comments from an editor. Oh um, yes, we were only talking yes. about that with a friend um, the other day. <laughs> <laughs> for the benefit of those listening to the recording, um, and for Linda, um, uh, some years ago, I was writing a short. I was I, I'd written a short, or I was in the process of writing a short story for an anthology, and um, I submitted a first draft and one of the comments I got back was that only, basically only somebody with a mental health problem would write this particular bit of the story, <laughs> which sent me, I am not kidding, sent me oh. into a phone call to Jodie because I knew that she was a safe editor for me to talk to about the, the, the narrative and where it was going. I don't think I'm one of those people who inspires anger in Jodie, at least I hope not. But no, absolutely that not. capacity... <laughs> That capacity to to know how to not use the anger as a reason to lash out in a personal way at somebody, given that there are editors out there who do do that to writers for whatever reason, and even with as a writer, even when you know that's what's happening, you can just you can sort of argue that in your head. It doesn't stop the panic that says, "I'm a crap writer. I should never set pen to paper again," and that's what's really for the work that you've been doing, that's absolutely core, that you don't break down somebody's confidence um, no. by, lashing, by lashing out at them. Uh, and, that, and that's a gift that you have from your grandmother. Yes, yeah, it is. That's a really nice realisation. Mm. That there are more, more kick-ons to it from just, uh, my family and my close friends and my loved ones that that wow. will flow on to everybody. That Absolutely, I have Absolutely. I have the joy to work with. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I think that's good. <laughs> awesome. The other thing I want to say is I want to circle back and just on the topic of forgiveness because this can raise all sorts of you know. Uh, resistance within us uh, and I you know you mentioned that your grandmother's no longer here physically so there's no opportunity to reconcile physically and right. uh, and for my money I I don't often use the word forgiveness because it has so much charge around it you know it can it, it for those of us who were raised with any kind of any kind of religious background at all there's a really it gets so tangled up with condoning uh, and you know, the fact that you've got to reconcile. 
Forgiveness and reconciliation. Reconciliation isn't actually required. The point with forgiveness is that it's our internal, it's for our own internal benefit. It has nothing to do with the other person. Now that's not to say that it doesn't have an effect energetically because what happens, I've observed this time and time again for myself and for others, that as you, if the person is still living, especially if it's something from a long, long time ago, as you release your own end of that tense relationship, their end of it changes as well. It's somehow connected. So whatever behaviours they used to do, they stop doing it. And sometimes they even come and, and, and voluntarily apologise after you've forgiven them. The, it's the oddest thing. It doesn't always happen that way, but definitely there is... You know, my, my focus is always, I'm kind of not interested in their story. You know, I am not here to serve anybody's, you know, parents or grandparents or whoever it was that did them wrong. Um, but I am interested in you. And to that end, um, anything that you can do to release anything that you're holding on to about somebody who, who did something bad to you in the past, is going to be a benefit for you. Um, there's a wonderful, I, I don't know, it's, it's attributed to the Buddha, but I don't know if it really was him that said it, but you'll see it all over the internet. Um, it's, but I do like the sentiment behind it. And it's something along the lines of holding a grudge is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Uh, it doesn't hurt. It, I know, it's good, isn't it? It doesn't benefit anyone except, well, it doesn't benefit anyone and it doesn't have any impact on anyone except your own self to carry that grudge and that's the and that is the sole reason for engaging for being able to for letting go of it for releasing and if that means looking at it as forgiving then go for it not for their benefit but for your own so so I'm so I'm so grateful Jody that you talked about this in the group and gave us the opportunity and gave me the opportunity to sort of give you some seeds of ideas to think about and that then you you, you ran with it. <laughs> you ran with it on that freight train. <laughs> it's interesting how you were saying about stories too because once I started to calm down a little <laughs> and once I had faced up to the forgiveness, mm-hmm. it was the, I'm the author of my own stories. She doesn't have yeah. to be the author of my stories about love. And I let her go because, damn it, <laughs> yeah. I'm the author of my stories. And I think for me that was really pow- a powerful way of taking back my um, my autonomy about yeah. how I define myself, that um, in the past I've let other people define really core elements of myself. And when I let that go and, and claimed authorship of those areas of my life, um, it was a really good clearing. There's nothing, It was like uh, standing up for myself meant that the bullies couldn't come back in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so being able to stand up and say, actually, I'm the author of, of how I conceptualise uh, love and the capacity to love and who I love and who loves me, then she can't come back in and start going, actually, I'd like to editorialise that. It's like, actually, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've yeah. been rooted out. I've been turned the story writing now. So, um, uh, and I don't know if that's as powerful for people who don't write fiction or non-fiction, that idea of being able to write our own stories. But I know for me it's incredibly powerful. 
it is really powerful and and uh, I want to say in fact this actually this actually um, uh, it, it, there's sorry I'll <laughs> start that sentence again um, this sense of story is actually incredibly powerful for all of us now it may feel easier to do for those of us who are used to writing stories although I don't know sometimes that can make it harder because we sort of we get so we get fussy about the story instead of looking at why we're doing it um, but there is a Dorothy said it herself in the group yesterday that she she um, uh, she saw of quite in fact I've got it in front of me I'll quote what she said she said I had a go at rewriting one of my stories today um, it didn't come up in the story exercise for me but it came up big time today as the internet was flooded with reminders of the old story so I felt sad and then I thought could I rewrite that story and I did first in my head and then on paper it felt great and this is the bit that I really like she says put me back in charge no longer a victim I'm curious how this pans out long term well the answer to that obviously is that as you do this this is a kind of rinse and repeat the first time you do it it feels amazing because you have this realization that you are in charge of that story and then if the old story pops up again because remember it's a habitual old story it's been there for a while then and it may not sometimes it doesn't sometimes the power of it like your experience Jody when we have that very powerful experience um, very often it does a sort of instantaneous rewiring um, we see the same thing happen with trauma uh, in, in both kids and adults trauma can rewire the brain uh, and a really powerful uh, epiphany if you like can have the same effect in reverse it can rewire it to positivity so you can get that you know it's the moment you become aware that you have your own power that can shift everything and if you do find the old story coming back up then you simply repeat the process of remembering that you know you're the author of your story and what's interesting to me is that this is um this is something they talk about in um, positive psychology the concept of clean pain and dirty pain where uh, the event itself is has a pain to it so you know I I get an injury at work for example the the pain is one thing for me to to, to deal with the but but what's kind of uh, uh, more telling in terms of how I will heal from that trauma from that injury is the story I tell about it if the story I tell about it is this thing happened and now I'm working with my health practitioners to recover and I have an expectation of recovering that's a that's a clean story this thing happened it wasn't great but it happened and I can accept that and now and now we're going to do this the dirty story would be things like this thing happened at work I blame my you know uh, if if my employers hadn't told me to do that task and I which I did then it wouldn't have happened so it's all their fault so I feel helpless um, and by the way I'm talking about a real incident of my own here and yes I still went for a workman's compensation claim uh, because I needed cover you know them to cover medical expenses etc but the the I did have some dirty stories around that injury to begin with which were all to do with how I had done things that caused the it's a it was a repetitive stress based injury and I had done things because I had impossible targets to meet and my employers were 
not not supportive when I went back to work. They kept expecting me to do things that exacerbated it. Back then, the dirty stories that I told about that, that injury meant that not only did it take me a great deal longer to recover from it, but it also put me in that space of powerlessness for way longer than I needed to be. And at the time, I didn't know about this distinction between clean pain and dirty pain. Otherwise, I would have done something differently. Um, but now, once I began to learn that, I was able to apply it retrospectively. And, do some, and I've done the releasing and forgiving work around all of that, by the way, because, hello, nobody wants to carry the pain of an injury any longer than they have to. Um, so that, that, crea that, um, that distinction between the clean pain and the dirty pain, we can apply that to those childhood things as well. So Jodie, you've already done that with your grandmother. You've gone from a story of how you know, she, she broke you and you can't be fixed to a story of this poor, angry, bitter old lady. You know, it's, uh, and that's a huge shift. And the incident doesn't, doesn't change. What changes are all of the stories around it. Does that make sense? Oops. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm, cool. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for that. Um, I've just seen Sarah's joined us on the line. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Janet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, at, uh, I'm at the airport. I didn't think, I knew I was traveling today. I didn't think I could get on the call. And then I just was looking at the email and I said, oh, wait, the call's right now. I can't get on it. So, uh, <laughs> so awesome. yay. Yeah, especially since yay. the last one. It's just good to be on live even for a little while. I'm so glad you could join us. We're, it's, it's a small group today. It's just uh, Linda and Jody and me and now you. Um, and uh, so I've been saying how um, I'm going to offer this program again, but I'm going to time it differently so that people have much longer between each recorded module uh, to, to work through the material because I, I get the sense that for some people it's been a bit of a rush um, or they haven't had time to sort of really attend to it, um, even before we started the whole Christmas madness. Um, so how are you getting on? Yeah, for me, I think that, that sounds like it would have worked well for me. I feel like I'm actually going to go back and redo the whole program because I just got really busy. That, that yeah. time of year is a busy time. And then the Christmas time is all traveling and family and, you know, it just hasn't been focused on my own growth time. So you know, a couple yeah. weeks between them might have been better. But you don't want to lock take too long between because then you might lose, you know, momentum with it. Momentum. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that, that fine <laughs> line. But I think that's probably a great idea. I saw you're running it again and that's awesome. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna really I do want to go back and really do the work. I mean a lot of it is things I've thought of before and worked on a little but I love so many of the exercises you've offered us and uh, so I wanna really put in the time. To, to get awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, like I said, you guys have got this stuff in perpetuity, and I'll leave the Facebook group. I don't think you can delete them, but I'll leave it. I'll leave everybody in it, and you know, it can stay there for as long as people want to kind of revisit and check in with conversations or whatever. Because sometimes, you know, as we're doing the work, especially after a program's finished, if we're sort of going back and revisiting, sometimes you you realise you have a question that you didn't get the chance to ask. And you'd be surprised. Sometimes it's it's either been asked on one of the coaching calls or it's been asked in the group. So, um, so that might be useful to just bear in mind. 
Yeah, that's uh, great. That's great. And the files are up in there too, right? But we've been emailed everything we've used. So we have all the yeah, files. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make sure that um, yeah, the files with all of the coach call record links that'll stay there. I'm not going to I'm not going to take those down. Or at least they'll stay there for at least twelve months. <laughs> at okay. some point, I might do a clean up. Um, uh, but yeah, so um, I I would say that um, for anybody who's listening to the recording too, if you haven't downloaded um, all of the modules and the bits and pieces, um, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea too, because at some point the links may, um, you know, if I if my cloud server begins to get a bit crowded, um, I might have to remove them. But <clears throat> I'll send you an email to warn you guys before I do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Thank you so much for those comments, Sarah. Because that's, um, uh, you know, for, from somebody who does this kind of work, that um, uh, it means a lot. Um, I appreciate that. Oh yeah, you done. This is a really wonderful program, I think, and it really, you know, a lot of the exercises are very practical. So it puts this kind of material into a way that people can integrate it better. I mean, you know, I feel like there's little bits and pieces that I can even. Just introduce into client sessions sometimes. It's like a little something, a little something. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I love it. Well, thank you for that. Um, so it's uh, we're at forty. We've been on the phone for forty minutes. Um, does anybody have any last questions? I feel like I'm doing a final, you know, um, waving you off in the sunset. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, I'm happy to keep ask, answering questions in the Facebook group for a little while at least. Um, so so certainly for the next couple of weeks. Um, now I know again for somebody, for anyone who's listening to the recording um, or anyone who's on the line who has, who went for the package that included some private coaching sessions, uh, if you haven't already booked them in, please do. Um, and uh, um, so one final round of any last questions. I'm happy to stay on the line. If you've got any last questions or thoughts or anything you want to share. Janet, it's Linda. I, Hi, I just Linda. want to thank you again for all of this. It's just such a, a a beautiful melange of, you know, structured work, um, encouragement to do it your own way, complete permission to play, which is something that I seriously need is permission <laughs> to play. Yeah. And and, yeah. Uh, and and the safety, you know, was 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 really quite remarkable. Thank you. Oh well thank you for that, Linda. And um it made me smile to hear you say that, you know, having permission to play because that that's a that's a thing for me too. <laughs> um <laughs> it's uh you know by my core values include accomplishment and curiosity and and playfulness and sometimes the playfulness for in fact a lot of my, a lot of the time playfulness ends up taking a back seat to accomplishment and and that when I, when that happens things get out of balance for me so i know that um we live in a culture that that acknowledges and praises accomplishment probably a bit more than it does playfulness so um especially for us adults so, so consciously bringing that back into the mix is probably a side effect of my own relationship with those two things. Um, so I'm glad it's I'm glad it's been helpful. And bless you for saying all of that. I appreciate it. Well, we've all benefited from your struggle with that. So it just shines <laughs> right through. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, this is one of the nice things about being a coach, I have to say. Um, in the same way that authors get to use all the drama in their life as the inspiration for really good stories, um, uh, in the same way coaches get to use the drama in their own lives as um, something useful for their clients. Yeah. Um, and I've even been known, I have to tell you guys, you'll appreciate this, um, there have been times where I've been in, in, in distress about one thing or another and, that the, and there's a thought that pops into my head that says, one day my clients are going to benefit so much from this. <laughs> and then another part of me, my, my, my authorly part sort of says, one day, I'm going to, one day this is going to turn itself into such a great novel. <laughs> so both of those things are kind of comforting. Um, so, Janet, no last Sarah, yeah. oh, sorry. I, I just no, have a question. A question occurred to me that I had thought of when I was listening to, I can't remember if it was Module 6 or 7. Uh -huh. um, you know, like I say, I haven't really done all the work, but it was all the info, you know, all the work around through uh, Rosner and the um, accepting your thoughts. And yes. uh, at, at the time, it, you know, it made me kind of just wonder about the thoughts that you're having but you know aren't really true but they're there but they're not true like the thought that you know yeah. about a person or you know about other people or um, about you know possibilities like you think and I'm just wondering like you you know to accept those kind of thoughts about like oh my gosh this person's such a selfish jerk like I don't really want to just keep thinking that I mean you know it, it's like I just wondered your input on some of those thoughts that you know, even as you're thinking them, you know they're not really true, but you're still thinking them. Well, this is a really good, really good question because um, I, my feeling is, uh, and certainly I know that um, Drew talks about this in his book, that if I have a, 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 a thought that I don't love about someone else because they've made me mad or they've, you know, breached a boundary, um, if I if I try to resist that thought, it's much harder for that thought to go away. Whereas if I'm willing to sit down and go, you know, that guy in the traffic today, he was an absolute wanker. The minute I have that thought and I'm willing to have it, I can kind of laugh it off. It 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 begins to lose its it loses its power, and then I can change it. So I think it's about being willing to have the thought, the negative thought about someone, the, the or, or the or a situation, so that we regain our power to then decide whether we want to keep it or not. But I think that while ever we've been unwilling to have it at all, to even contemplate it, it's still there. We really haven't, we haven't, until we're willing to think it and and really, so, you know, it's like, I think that guy's a complete asshole. I don't like that I think that, but that's how I think. Once I've done that, I can sort of go, well, maybe there are reasons why he did that thing in traffic. Maybe there are reasons he kicked me off. Maybe he's in a hurry to get to the hospital or whatever. Um, but does that, does that answer the question? Yeah, that, that helps. I mean, it's like, you know, and sometimes it's just there's a more entrenched one, like your ex-husband doing things that are really tough or Or even some of these thoughts like, you know, I'm never going to ever be able to be a success or I'm never going to make any money. And it's like I already have done work on those thoughts. I already know that it's not really true, but they still pop up. And uh, and then it's like, you know, and so I kind of, I think I, you know, I was glad to have that module and to hear that because I'm like, that's right. You know, it's really important to go ahead and allow that thought to 
be there instead of quickly going to the other things that I know are also true quite so quickly, yeah. you know, like give it its time. And so, yeah, and that's pretty much what I was thinking. But I just was like, well, I really don't want to be, I'd rather see my ex-husband in his, you know, that sort of higher light, good side of him that I know does exist, even though he's really being a jerk right now, basically. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. I think, well, in that situation, so there's a couple of things. First of all, with this sort of the, the, the thought that says I'm never going to be a success, I think with that one, that's one of those ones where actually it's really helpful to sit down and go, you know what, what if I wasn't? What if it didn't work out? Would that, I would not like that. Of course I would not like that, but I would be okay. I would survive it. It's that thing of kind of really being willing to have that possibility because if we need it to be different, then we have attachment. Okay, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that other piece. Just let it follow through. Like, okay, yeah. That's true. So, if, yeah. If, if, yeah. We have, if, we need the, if we need the future to be different, then we have attachment to results. And that's, that's, a, that's introducing an element of kinkiness that we don't really want. Because our new identity, you know, that, that person who's already living a dream life has no sense of anything needing to be different. So it's that, and it is a, it's a paradox. It, it's a really, it's a dance that takes some practice to kind of go, yes, I've, I've, got, I've got areas I want to expand and you know what, I'm totally fine if they don't. Uh, it's that, you know, Kim Falconer uses a lovely little uh, formula which is want plus don't need equals get. Uh, and I think that's the dance that we, that we have to do. When it comes to things like, you know, the, somebody who you have to keep dealing with who's being a jerk, um, I, think that's a, I think in that situation it's about there's a, there's a thought underneath. There's a thought underneath that says, I need him to be a certain way in order for me to be happy. And I think that's the thought I would be looking at doing some of this um, letting go with. So instead of, instead of change, trying to sort of change or let go of the thought that he's a jerk, I might be looking to the thought that underlies that, which is the thought that I need him to be something other than a jerk in order for me to be happy. Yeah, yeah, you know, I keep him the truth. Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense, yeah. I, I hope I'm not, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that does, like, kind of dig in a little deeper to the thought underneath, like, instead of some of those surface blocks. Why is it yeah. coming up, and what 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 do you know? What what's my attachment here? Is what outcome? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's helpful. Yeah. So in so in a way, you can get to the point where you're basically saying, you know what, I'm totally okay. If he decides he's a jerk, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, I know, and that's what I've been kind of working on. But I do struggle a little bit with that balance. Like, am I just pasting that on? Like, have I done my you know real identity you're not attached you don't need things to be different 
you know, we're, yeah. that's a good part of the new identity is to not, not be needing things to be different. So, yeah. yeah, and it is, like I said, it's a paradox. It's definitely, this is the, this comes into the category of, you know, being able to believe six impossible things before breakfast. And the good thing, the, the, the nice thing is we humans have the capacity to do this because we have, we're in charge of our brains and how they work when we decide to, to step up and take that sort of, um, you know, that, that management role <laughs> as the CEO of our own brains. Um, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Thank you. That's a really great question. I, I, that's a great question because sometimes that is the, the you know, we, we, we're so well trained to live in a reactive way rather than having this kind of sense of going, I could I could be okay with this, and now what do I want? Because I think that's the key, is saying, I, I have this thought that he's a jerk. What if he was to be a jerk for the rest of his life and the rest of my life? I wouldn't love that. <laughs> but you know what? I would be okay with it. And once I get okay with it, then the next question is, what would I like to happen next, given that he's going to be a jerk? So does, that, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting way to go, too. You know, what would I like to happen next or what can I do next, you know, that, that's okay. Exactly. You know? Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's a sort of a good follow-through. Because you know, this is always that thing between, you know, kind of using law of attraction or kind of just creating so you don't want to, you know, just be dwelling on whatever is, you know, really bothering you. But, yet there is that really important piece of accepting what yes. is and what thoughts are happening and what feelings are happening before you can kind of bond to doing that more conscious creation. Because otherwise you have yeah. a vibration that's kinked up underneath this like trying to consciously create that. So, uh, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, and you're right. You know, we, we, we as deliberate creators we often get the idea that we're not supposed to have negative thoughts, quote unquote negative thoughts. Um I like what Drew says that he doesn't believe in such things as negative thoughts, which I quite like. I like the there's a subversiveness to that that really appeals to me. Um, and it's so it's about owning the thought. Abraham Hicks talks about this too, and they don't talk about it often, but every so often somebody will ask a question and they'll and they will say you've got to own the own the vibration and then change it. You can't change it until you own it. And and my interpretation of that is that means getting okay with that thought, those feelings, and then taking, and then moving on. You know, so I accept this, and now what? So it's not about getting stuck there. Yeah, that's really good, too. Yeah, just owning it. And it's just like, there it is. It's okay. And, you know, mm. like, being, letting it be, and then, and yeah, then that, that's free. That's where you find free. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That was great. Thank you for that question. I appreciate that. It's, it's so much. It's so much fun to tease these things out and um, and and remind ourselves that we have this power. You know, we we have more power than we we have more power than we are ever taught we have. <laughs> no, so true. I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. why I love being in groups like this and just doing all this because it's a, it's a constant reminder. Because it's when you're just out there in the regular world, it's easy to sort of start to forget because so many people don't believe yep. in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um, all righty. Any other questions before we wrap up? Any other comments? 
thoughts anybody wants to share? And is everybody feeling okay with, you know, what they're going to do once once we get off the phone? I don't mean right now immediately, but um, obviously Sarah's getting on a plane, which sounds very exciting. Um, uh, so, but more in terms of clarity about how you're going to take this material moving forward. How are you guys feeling about that? I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> I have my Excellent. list of 10 core values sitting on my table. I actually wow. planted them. My, so my Capricorn new moon, despite all the chaos that was going on, I planted all of my core values in with my pomegranate tree. Oh, brilliant. So was, I had an inkling that that's what I had to do on the Scorpio moon, but I knew it wasn't the right time. So it definitely felt like the right time to plant my core values. But what I want to do is take each one of them each week and go back and use the module as a self-contained weekly thing working with just one value so that oh, I can I like look that at idea. so I can look at my stories and my imp- and start my imprinting and get my um, anchors and my inspired action all happening around just one because 10 feels a little overwhelming to deal with Yeah. so yeah. now I've got kind of my framework and I printed off all of the um, course notes and whatnot, so I can do it as a self-contained weekly <laughs> value-orientated wow. study. So that's what yeah. I plan to do for the next 10 weeks. That's awesome. It. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I love. And and do take, um, you know, take my cautionary tale about balance. <laughs> yes. So as you're, as you're deciding what order to do them in, um, <clears throat> if I'm there's one... i a lucky that, pick. <laughs> yeah, well, if if I were going to do it that way, I would probably make sure I t- I did playfulness first, <laughs> because my my natural instinct would be to go to accomplishment first, because I know how to do that like a rock star, <laughs> and it's not yeah. necessarily my most healthy um healthy core value. Sometimes, well, no, it's a great core value to have. I love it, but um if i do if i were to just just focus on that i would probably kill off every single other one that i've got <laughs> no i'm going to cut them all off and put them in an envelope and i will just randomly pull one brilliant and, i love uh, it that's what's been working with the goddess card so i decided that if i just hand over my need to control things mm. and just let it be that um i'll buckle down and work with it as opposed to going, oh, the top of my list says that. Oh, I like yeah. the idea of that, but... Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you know if you... if you um, and, and remember... Excuse me, I need to cough again. Um, and remember at any stage, if you find yourself getting critical about the fact that you're, quote-unquote, not doing it right or you're not doing it enough... Remember that there's a reason that I taught self-love as the foundation piece. I've taught that before anything else because that has to come first. Oh, absolutely. So that always has that always has to trump everything else. Self-love comes first every time because out of all of the out of everything, it's the stuff that we um, benefit the most from. Yes, and I especially need that. Yeah. Someone who's yeah. slightly too much goal-orientated sometimes. Uh huh. <laughs> I can see that. Still a recovering high achiever. 
Yeah, and and can I just say, having known Jody for a while, um, you are so much better at it now than the first time I met you. Oh my goodness me, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, remember that girl? <laughs> I do. It took it took a uh, Neptune transit to knock me knock some sense back into me. <laughs> I can dig that. I can totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yes, so fantastic strategy. Linda, how about you? Are you clear on what you're ha- what you're going to play with moving forward? You're going to give well, a list of four. <laughs> right, it's anchors away for me. I think. Excellent. <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. Um, and fantastic. and I'm also I just started um, Rick Hansen's uh, Foundations of Wellbeing class and. Um, and the first thing he talks about is, guess what? Self-caring, self-love. So mm-hmm. that continues. Yeah. Yeah, there's a reason that we, most of us talk about that <laughs> at some point, mm-hmm. if not at the beginning. But it's interesting that he's got that coming first as well. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, I think it's going to be really interesting for you to do that program and sort of see how that lines up with what you've been doing because you've been doing a lot of you know like Jody I know that you've been doing um, you know you've been growing and you've been um, exploring and expanding as well and I certainly think you're doing better at self-love than you than, than when I first met you thank you mm. I feel that too mm. yeah yeah and um and I want to say I'm really pleased to hear that your um, range of motion and everything is improving. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We talk about yeah. rewriting stories. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a classic example of, re- yeah. you know, dirty pain and clean pain. Yeah, absolutely. What you shared in the group after, you know, when it happened, uh, or sorry, what you shared via email, which I read into the call last week, the 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 thoughts and the stories that you had about that experience uh, were definitely not clean. And not only did you take it and change it to clean stories, you actually, we, between us, we found some some positive stories, some really different ways of looking at it. And, and the minute you change those stories about an incident, the incident takes on a completely different significance. Um, and and we, we get to do that with everything. So, very liberating. Um, yeah, very liberating. Very liberating. And I nearly caught myself saying, "Thank you for falling down the stairs," because you gave us all such a great, a great model to look to. I don't think I'm I really mean it that way. A, glad to take a fall for you, Janet. <laughs> I would never ask it, Linda. <laughs> no, I know. Um, and Sarah, I think you have you muted your phone because you've gone all quiet. So I'm. You're, you had a bit of background noise before. Are you still? Can you still talk? Yeah, to I, I just I muted. Um, yeah, and now I'm at the boarding place. But yeah, I am uh, excited to move forward. Like I said, revisiting the material. But really, what I want to do, you know, I'm, I'm the new year has kind of, you know, it always puts a little wind in the sails for that. So I'm yes. on my way home now from a very long travel to different family and friends, and you know, really uh, focused on wanting to sort of, you know. Schedule out time for yeah. this kind of work as well as the other work that I need to do, and really prioritize that. And and for me, that's a lot of the self love that I have to work on is to um, 
be very mindful about not overcommitting myself to, you know, yes. work projects and other things that I do have time and can schedule it in for, you know, this work for me and to really, you know, like some of the exercises in the beginning of this course, uh, I want to revisit to really gain that real clarity about the new identity like you posted, I think, in the other group about your uh, the identity that you're claiming for 2016 and the 10 things you do. And, you know, that's what I want to do is get a clear little, like, you know, concise uh, words to describe, you know, who I am now and then, mm. you know, what are those things I'm going to do. So, yeah, I'm awesome. looking forward to getting into that and, you know, and, and also diving back into the core value work, which I've done in the past, but I didn't do this time. And, you know, they change over time or they just, yes. or they, you know, uh, prioritize differently. So, yeah, so I'm going to be working with that too. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, well, it's been a great group and I'm definitely going to be hoping to still talk with everyone on the two different groups on Facebook. So, yeah. Yeah. And which reminds me, thank you, Sarah, for reminding me. Um, for anyone listening to the call, I'll post this in the Facebook group as well, but for anybody on the, listening to the recording, um, I do have a, um, if you're not already in my free Identity Shift Ninja Facebook group uh, and you'd like to be added, let me know because um, I don't add people without them requesting entrance. <laughs> I don't like, uh, there's, one of my pet peeves is being added to a group that I didn't know existed by somebody out of the blue. It feels, it's a little bit like a sort of, a door-to-door salesman coming into my house unannounced. It just feels really invasive to me. It's not my thing. I know that other people like it and they, they, they love being invited to groups and added to groups and that's totally cool. It's not something I like, so I don't do it to other people. So um, if you would like to be in that other group, which is an ongoing thing, um, uh, just hit me up and let me know. Um, and that, I think that's it. I think we might wrap up. So unless anybody's got any final thoughts, questions, anything else they want to share, um, I'm going to wrap the call up because we're right on the top of the hour. So going once, going twice, all done. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, so much for this. It's been an absolute privilege and um, I've really loved it. And oh my gosh, Sandy's just joined us in chat. <laughs> Hi, Sandy. We're just wrapping up the call. So... Um, if you had any questions, ask them in the Facebook group and I'll be sure to answer them there. Um, and, uh, but otherwise, I'm going to let everyone get off the line. So, Sandy, if you've got anything to ask in chat... Oh, she says, oh, no. If you have anything to ask in chat, um, I'm happy to stay on the line, but pe other people might need to leave. So, um, okay, she says, no worries. All right, yes. Uh, um, you might find a question answered to that in today's call. Um, but yes, so uh, just ask it in the Facebook group. And um, thank you so much, everyone. Um, and I look forward to seeing you around the Facebook group. And um, uh, you may well get an email from me um, to wrap up. And you'll also probably get an email from me asking for any feedback and um, for the possibility of a testimonial if you, if you liked the program. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, then. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.